welcome to a fun problems bonus episode here in person. If you look around you right now, you'll see me and AJ sitting across the room from you. Hello. Hello. AJ, do you want to explain why I gave that intro? Because we're in person. Because I'm a robot. You're not very good at this game. I'm working really hard here. (laughs) This is the first time we have recorded in person. This is also basically the first time we've seen each other since the beginning of the show. Yeah, since 2020, since the start of 2020. <laughs> yeah, we work together now. If you've been listening, you would have known that. But also, we just saw each other the other day for the first time. <laughs> I'm up to visit my son for the first time since quarantine. It's very lovely. Thank you for asking. Thank you for letting us into your lovely home, by the way. I'm not crazy about what you've done with the rug, but you know what? It's your house. Do what you like. And so obviously while I was here, I wanted to see AJ and some other people. And so AJ and I have spent multiple days together. It's been lovely. It's been very wonderful. And now, can you explain why this is a bonus episode? So this is a very near and dear episode to my heart. You We're know... getting married! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be quite the twist. <laughs> this will be so much easier to edit. It's going to be like, I'm looking at the wavelength, there's just no gaps for you. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> no, normally the edit can be a bit of a bear, especially because normally Peter records on his awful mic and I record on my good mic. Right now we're both recording on my good mic. It's true. It's going to be fantastic. It's actually identical to my mic. I don't know if you know this. Oh my gosh, I hope not. Is this really your mic? No, no, my Yeti's not working. Anyway, <laughs> this is why it's a bonus episode. It's all about the mic. So, <laughs> when you first saw this mic, how did you feel? <laughs> so we're here today because Inhuman Conditions is a game that I absolutely love and I've talked about so many times on the podcast and nobody knows what it is. Does it even really exist? So I've brought the game. Now Peter and I are going to play the game together live on air and you get to hear what it's like. Never played this game before, so this is all brand new. AJ, what is game? I'm going to do a quick teach and then we're going to dive into the game. The idea of Inhuman Conditions is it's essentially the Voigtkampf. 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 Mein Kampf. (laughs) Test from from Blade Runner, (laughs) if you've ever seen that where there's robots that are identical to humans in every way. The only way that you can tell whether or not they're a robot is based off of these personality tests, basically. Psychology tests, almost. Yeah. So the idea of this game is one of us, for the first round, Peter, is going to be either a human or a robot. I don't know. And I'm going to be playing the social deduction side where I'm trying to figure out what is Peter. So it's my final decision whether or not Peter lives or dies based off of my assessment. And Peter's going to have to convince me in an interview that he is, in fact, human. Added stakes. If he wants to kill me, he's actually going to kill me on (laughs) mic. So this might be the last episode of Fun Problems. I'm not going to kill Peter. (laughs) But if I incorrectly identify him and I murder an innocent person, I do have to write a letter of apology to his family. (laughs) This is a very lovely game. It comes with sheets of paper that you write down different details about the game. And you can stamp whether or not you think the person is a human or a robot. Peter's taking a picture right this instant second. That it comes put... with everything except for the mic. Uh, does, it, <laughs> does it come with the mic? I can't remember how you got yours. <laughs> it would fit pretty well. <laughs> Without further ado, we're going to select and calibrate a penalty for if Peter is a robot and messes up his rules. Peter, please perform your penalty, which in this case is to apologize. I'm sorry. Please perform it again in a different way. I apologize. One more time. My bad. So what we're doing right now is we're establishing what is within the bounds of apologizing because sometimes it can be a little muddy for some of these penalties. Now, does it have to be exactly one of those three? Absolutely not. Okay, no. but, but that's like a good range. Yes. The idea is you want to think of outside the box things as possible to make sure that we're on the same page and you don't trick each other up during the interview. 
Next, I'm going to ask Peter to pick a, a cover. Basically, it's a role-playing backstory for him. So in this case, Peter, what are you? I am Butler to the Stars. Now, do you want to explain a little bit about what the cover is? Yes. So the cover is essentially, if you are a human or a robot, you are pretending to be a butler to the stars in the cyberpunk world. When I'm asking questions in the interview process, Peter isn't answering like, yes, today I had lunch with my friend AJ. No, no, he's pretending to be a particular character and his role in that world is a butler to the stars. So is this like a role-playing game? Yes. Depending on who you play with, varying amounts of role-playing, but it is important to have some amount. So it's like hybrid role-playing social deduction. Yes. Next, what I'm going to do is I'm going to deal out Peter a role card. So this will either be a human, a patient robot, or a violent robot. So if Peter is a human, all he needs to do is answer the questions, role play in a way that makes it seem like he is not a robot. The key here is that robots will have restrictions or objectives and they're going to be doing things multiple times. So Peter's going to want to avoid actively patterns in the conversation as much as possible. That's the one key thing as a human. I've seen a lot of humans who say something like eight times in a row and that looks really suspicious. That's the type of thing you want to avoid. So if he's a patient robot, there will be a restriction. Maybe it's he can never refer to himself or he can never say something positive about anything. It could be anything. I literally don't know what the options are. There's so many in the box and I intentionally avoid reading them for the sake of longevity of the game. If he is a violent robot, he has objectives to complete. So mid-game, if he has completed his objectives, which could be insult the interviewer or who knows? I honestly don't know. Then he can... I'm going to read the ones that mine out. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> if he completes those objectives, then he can yell at me and say, you're dead! And interview over, he has murdered me as the interviewer, he wins. If he is a patient robot, or if he is a human, he's trying to convince me he is a human. If he is a violent robot, he must complete his objectives and kill me before the five-minute interview is over. Does that make sense, Peter? I think so. Okay. If not, then it's only five minutes. <laughs> First, I'm going to ask you, what is your first and last name in character? Uh, Winthorpe. Winthorpe? Human. Human. Middle initial? C. In a moment, I'm going to ask you some questions about normal, everyday things. These will require you to share superficial details about your life and make small talk about them. Answer honestly. If you're a human, you have nothing to fear. And I'm going to start the app. Please remain calm. Do not attempt to leave the room. This will all be over soon. Five minutes starts now. So your butler to the stars, is that stressful? It is pretty, 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 it's well paying enough to justify the stress. So do you take time off then to enjoy the money that you've made? Yes. Lots of time off? Yeah. How does that work with your schedule as a, as a butler to the stars? Surely that would take up a lot of your time. Uh, no, because I'm, I'm, my, my... Uh, I, I'm, I'm allowed to I'm allowed to take mornings off and only have to work at night. So what do you do in your time off? I visit the uh, what used to be the beach. It's the beach? Yes. Do you go there by yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you have any close friends? Uh, no. I mean, I, I, go, I go to the beach alone, but I try not to leave alone. Hmm. So you make friends or, or pick up people there? Yes. Hmm. So would you say you're a popular person? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, a certain amount of wealth can uh, Four minutes remain. Uh, allow for a certain amount of popularity, yes. Hmm. So you think you buy your friends? No, I just think that, uh, you know, ev- everyone likes the guy who buys everyone a drink. Hmm. 
And you're always that guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a days off. That's, that's what I do in my spare time. You have any family? No. No? No. no. Is that you've distanced yourself from them or... Uh, I the, they've all passed on. They 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 don't they don't live anywhere near here, so I I consider myself a pretty lonely individual. And you never bother to like contact them, travel to them. No. Hmm. Any particular reason why? Uh, they. If, if you have lots of money, surely it's not a monetary issue. No, it's it's a timing thing. Like hmm. I, I spend my spare time locally, and so I can't really take you know extended periods of time off. Hmm. Do you have any pets? Uh, no. No. No, not allowed to. So are you always out? Always out. Yes, as in always either at work or at the beach, always out with other people? I don't understand the question, sorry. Are you always going out with other people to like either at work? You're not at home. Am I always out? No, I work at home. You work at home? Butler to the stars? So you live with the stars then? Yes. Okay. Do you ever bring people back there? Uh, No, not allowed to. Hmm. Very strict rules. So if you're picking people up at the beach, do you go to their place or where, where else do you go? It's not always picking up, but sometimes like I'll, I'll go to their place or we'll just hang out for a bit and then part ways. It's just more about like just meeting a bunch of people. Hmm. What, what types of people do you find you like to spend time with? Uh, I like to spend time with attractive people. Hmm. So it's mostly about uh, romantic relationships, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say romantic. I, I, I meet them, and we get along, and then we part ways. Is that is that romance? Uh, it's up to you to define what, what it is for you, I suppose. Uh, Two minutes remain. Do you, uh, do you have any hobbies apart from the beach? Uh, yes. What, what are they? I listen to old records. Old records? Very old records, yes. Hmm. Um, what, what, what draws you to them? Uh, I like the feeling of connection with like strangers from a long time ago. Hmm. And uh, does does that translate into anything other than just the music? Like, are there any other aspects of um, feeling that connection that you get from other aspects of your life, or is it just through the music? Just through the music. Yeah. Hmm. What would you say is uh, is a setback that you've experienced in your job? Uh, so, I don't like the people who uh, uh, come over and leave a mess. Hmm. It's very upsetting to me. Who comes over? Or like people for your clients? Yes, yes, hmm. for the stars. Does that happen often? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're also very popular. Hmm. So as a butler, you're, you're also clean? Yes, yes. I guess that's your well, primary well, thing? No, no, not, not, not clean. Just They just leave a mess and I don't like that. Hmm. Can you describe your daily duties? Uh, yeah, so I obviously answer the door, serve drinks, uh, you know, keep an eye on the rest of the household staff. You're obviously happy with where you're at right now. Do you plan to retire? Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, soon? Uh, maybe in about 50 years. 50 years? Yeah, hmm. well, you know. 30 yeah. seconds. Hmm. Do you have any uh, long-term goals? Uh, retire in about 50 years. <laughs> That's it? Uh, build up some more records. When you retire, do you think you'll just do more of what you do now, going to the beach, listening to records, or are there any other things you'd like to do after that? I mean, maybe at that point, romance is more more in the options. Ten, nine, hmm. More eight, on the cards. So, so is that just holding you back what six, you're currently doing? Five, is that why? Four. Uh, 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 no, yeah, yes, yes, because of the one. restrictions. Okay. Investigator, please make your final determination. That's very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> so the timer has ended. 
which means <laughs> I'm sure they heard. <laughs> <laughs> which means now it is up to me to stamp whether or not Mr. Oh, you have actual stamps here. Was a robot or a human? So now's the time that you should pause the podcast, give it a quick think, decide whether or not you believe Peter is a robot or a human. What would you stamp if you were in my position? Once you've thought about that, then you can unpause it. I will give you my answer, and then Peter will reveal. Last chance. Three, two, one. I believe Mr. Wingthorpe was a human, so I'm going to stamp human, and I'm going to sign this. Now, if Peter is a human, you will shake my hand normally. If you were a robot and I did not correctly identify you, you need to jerk and move your hand all robotically and make robot noises. <laughs> is this in the rules? Yes. Okay. This is in the rules. Oh, you got me! <laughs> so good! I thought I was being so obvious i was like freaking out i was i was very confident with this one. Oh so, man yeah no that job. was that was terrifying <laughs> so what i'm going to do is i'm going to run out of the room plug my ears and peter can tell you what he was up to you're gonna edit this episode yeah but i don't want to hear oh shoot <laughs> oh no what i, I think do? you're gonna have to sacrifice <sighs> not knowing the card in order to uh right, to I'll... make the episode good all right Oh, so I want to discuss it. I want to discuss the game with you. Yeah, it. all right, all right, all right. What is it? Okay, so I was a patient robot, obviously, obviously, by the fact that I didn't kill you. God, this one this one, and this role, hard combination. I was not allowed to mention any people besides strangers or enemies. Mm. So when you start digging on the family, I'm like, nope, no family. Definitely not any family. And then I was like, oh, they could have been enemies. Like, they could have been my enemies. And then, and so, like, that's why I thought I was being so obvious. Because you were like... <laughs> Family, I was like, nope. Like, you're gonna go visit. I'm like, not gonna visit anyone. Nope, definitely not. And that's why I, that's that's why I got sexual because you're like, who do you meet at the beach? I'm like, strangers. I meet strangers and never have a connection with them. That's for sure. One night stands only. And then you're like, but don't you live at the thing? I'm like, yep. But I go to their place or don't. The important thing is that they're strangers because I don't want to apologize. Oh, that's why I felt I was being so obvious because I was like. Oh. And, and the whole like first I don't know if you noticed this, literally the first like most of the first minute because it tells you at a minute I was not making eye contact I was like um 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 and then <laughs> and you shifted to like laser and I was like focus. oh shit that's really obvious that I'm not looking at him let's let's and then I calmed down admittedly like first play is very stressful so, so what's interesting is I've never seen you roleplay before and I don't know if you roleplay ever but you had specifically asked me at the start of the game like Oh, is role playing a thing? And so I thought you were just really uncomfortable trying to role play and trying to come up with stuff for this. Yeah, I was. Uh, this rule is restrictive. <laughs> when you when you're a butler to the stars, <laughs> and they're asking about the family, that's super weird. So write in. Let us know what you thought he was. Um, you, you were not suspicious. I was very confident in my stance. Why? I'm almost shaking because in fairness, it's 1am <laughs> and we've been like hanging out. For, I've not slept for two days because we've been hanging out so much. I really thought that you were thrown off by having to role play. And I thought that you were just not comfortable role playing. And oh, that's handy. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we play this again, I I'd have a different perspective on that for sure. I think if we played it again, I'd be a bit more settled because yeah. I forgot that I had to not be suspicious. <laughs> Man, yeah, those answers felt so obvious. Uh, so it was just it was just the role play? Like none of those answers were... Because I didn't apologize, obviously, at all. Yeah, yeah. The the stranger one, it didn't strike me as like a obviously weird thing because to me, 
maybe this is because like I know you and I know like you not that you treat people like they're nothing <laughs> but just that like you're, you're very I go to the beach every day <laughs> pick up a different person never talk to them again and hate my family I hear what you're saying you're, you're very familiar with a lot of different people and a lot of different bubbles and worlds and lifestyles and stuff like that and a lot of very unique lifestyles and things and so I could easily imagine you taking a more extreme approach of you being a very independent person who is very independent confident and driven saying I'm playing a character who right. is like a bit more extreme than that. To me, that's like a almost automatic oh, response. Yeah, for me, it was really obviously me scrambling to answer the question. I mean, obviously, obvious to me, but like mm-hmm. scrambling to answer those questions without triggering the fact that... <laughs> and the other thing, like, so at the minute mark, that was the moment that I remembered I, if I was a human, what I would be doing. Mm-hmm. So as a robot in this, you have to juggle not only following the rule and possibly trying to achieve your things, but also trying to pretend that you're a human and the human has a very specific goal Mm -hmm. and so that was the point where i was like oh yeah i meant to be doing this that's when i started making eye contact and like not joking exactly but sort of having a bit of back and forth and like that was really interesting Mm -hmm. i see why you like this game right it's so good i'm so excited that i got to play this again (laughs) the other thing as the robot i was really worried that I was using this, like, there were several times when I used the same phrase and I was like, oh God, he's going to think that like, I'm using the same phrase over and over as a robot condition or something. <laughs> so like, I answered a lot of questions like, yes, no. <laughs> um, and there's like, there's, there's some phrase about strangers or something that I used four times or like three times. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's so suspicious. Are <laughs> uh, you going to switch over? Yeah, let's do it. So the interviewer draws three penalty cards. I choose one to eliminate. I hand the other two to AJ, he eliminates one. And then we do the calibration test on the third one. These are really hard penalties. The one that I took out was uh, compliment the investigator. Because I'm like, AJ would very naturally go in that direction. If I was a human, I would just do that accidentally and be like, oh no, I swear, I'm not a robot. What are the two that you uh, you have there? Uh, don't not use a double negative or say any three letters in a row. So that could be baked into a word, like three letters in a word. Name or, any word with three letters well, in like, a row. Well, it, it could be like one word ends with a letter and yeah, then the first right. two. But not in a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So I'm going to go with not using double negative, which... Don't is, not use a double negative. Yeah. And that, that means you have to use a double negative. You understand that, right? Yeah. For listeners at home, the production on this is insanely good. This is done by the same guy who did uh, Secret Hitler, or one of the guys who did. Oh, that makes so yeah. much sense. The so, art is not as good. I'm a little really? The art. Yeah. I quite like the style they're going for. I don't mind the style. I mean, the art specifically. Hmm. Like the style, like the graphic design is sensational. The art, I could, uh, I could take a leap. So, could you use a double negative? I can't not do that. Could you use a double negative? I think I can't not. <laughs> this is why it's going to be impossible for me to actually use this in game. And could you use a double negative? Could you don't not? Could you not not use a double negative? <laughs> I can not not do that. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get away. So with the that. range is saying not twice. <laughs> so for this game, I'm going to be playing as a cannibal. That's okay. my background. So background is cannibal. Okay. Uh, what is your first name? Reginald. And what is your last name? Parsons. <laughs> that was something I was like, how did you not think I was a robot? My surname was human. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's funny, but also, whoa, deeply suspicious. Uh, do you have a middle initial? Yes, M. Reginald M. Parsons. Stands for Matthew, not that you asked. Okay, are we ready, Reginald? Yes. In a moment, I'm going to ask you some questions about some normal, everyday things. These will require you to share superficial details about your life and make small talk about them. Answer honestly. If you're a human, you have nothing to fear. Please remain calm. 
Do not attempt to leave the room. This will all be over soon. Five minutes starts now. Okay. Reginald, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend? Uh, I was thinking about going to a cottage, but I uh, don't have any solid plans yet. Yeah? Hmm? And uh, what color is the cottage? Uh, it's made of wood, so it's mostly brown. <laughs> yeah. And who are you going there with? Uh, just some, some friends. Uh, what are I, their names? Uh, so Tommy and Jenny and Mark. Any animals? No, no. Uh, Mark has a dog, but he's got a sitter. Yeah. And what, uh, what food are you planning on bringing? I don't usually plan that. Mark's the one who's really responsible. I think we're going to have burgers or some so, something that we can cook over. What like would you camper. like to have? Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I'd rather be eating some human burgers, but that's not the rest of the group's cup of tea. Yeah. And do you uh, think all the humans will make it out alive? Yes. Why would you ask me that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you're a cannibal. Okay, that's really, really offensive. I obviously don't murder people, okay? I eat the flesh of humans that has been properly certified. These are people who have taken a fee up front in order to uh, let us have their bodies once they pass. Gotcha. And uh, what's your day job? My day job? Uh, So most of my time I spend uh, for rights for uh, cannibals that ethical cannibals as we prefer to be called um but i do work off and on little odd jobs uh right now i work at a cafe but it it's pretty ephemeral where i'm working it's pretty ephemeral where you're working yeah like i i I work somewhere for a little while and then i stop working there i find another job yeah and uh how long have you worked at the cafe uh just a few weeks actually how many weeks specifically uh i i guess it's been a little over a month uh six weeks six weeks yeah six weeks uh, and have you ever served human at this at this cafe? No, no. You, you only ever find human meat at specialty vendors. Okay. This is just a, a corner store thing. Uh, so, what's your favorite plant? My favorite plant? Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I guess roses are pretty. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do you do you have any roses? No, I mean I, I I'm not big into plants, but like if if pressed, I would say roses are my favorite plant. Right. Any any pets? Right. Yeah, I, I, I uh, have a cat. Very low maintenance. So you're leaving it alone while you're at the cafe? You know what? Uh, I This is really embarrassing to admit, but I, I forgot about getting someone to take care of it. I'll probably just leave it at Mark's place with Mark's sitter. It, it's a very friendly cat and Mark's dog's friendly. It'll probably be fine. Yeah. And uh, what's your cat's name? A cat's name is Fernie. Fernie. Mm-hmm. And is, uh, what, what's Fernie's favorite food? Fernie's favorite food? Uh, you know, I honestly just buy the, the cheapest kibble. Yeah. Not human if you were trying to work towards that. <laughs> but thanks. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Um, Two minutes remain. Uh, where'd you grow up? Uh, I, I grew up in, in Missouri. Um, it's it, it's the more industrial side of it now. Um, I know what you're thinking, but a lot of it is built up uh, in the most recent years. After the 2300 wars, it, it, it was a whole thing. Um, but uh, I, I moved out at a pretty young age. And how many siblings do you have? I have two, brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, and are you close with your siblings? Yes. Um, I don't see them that often. Geography gets in the way. Um, but yeah, I, we get along well. Where are they based? You know what? Uh, my sister's always moving around. I think the last time I talked to her, she was in Tokyo. Uh, my brother stayed in Missouri. One. 
Uh, okay, so have you ever been to Tokyo? No, no, I, I don't have much interest in traveling, to be honest. And I can't get the meats that I want there. They're, they're not as liberal as we are over here. Uh, how will tomorrow be different from today? Um, you know what? I think that even though I've been working a lot of jobs that I don't love, I have been working towards things that I enjoy a little bit more. Um, I, I'm, I'm finding that working with food, even if it's not you know my preferred food, is enjoyable. And I do hope that uh, ethical cannibalism gets a bit more traction. And then, you know, maybe someday I open up or work at a, a human cafe or restaurant or something. Uh, and uh, who do you like better, your brother or your sister? Um, I, I get along with both of them both. I, What's I guess... the worst thing about your sister? Worst thing about my sister, when we were kids, uh, she pushed me off of, um, off of the roof when we were playing on top. So... So we're going to continue past this to, until I'm done answering this question, and then it's over. Um, so we were playing on the roof as kids. We climbed up uh, the, the drain pipe, um, and she pushed me off into a bush, but I did break an arm. So definitely the worst thing she's ever done to me. All right. So now I choose human or robot. Mm -hmm. So once again, pause the podcast, think about it for a second, and once you've locked in your answer, unpause the podcast and see what we said. Three, two... One. Uh, you're obviously not a violent robot based on the fact that I didn't get attacked. Well, it's possible I'm a violent robot who failed my objectives and I'm waiting for the handshake. Oh, so a violent robot doesn't have to achieve their objectives. No, they do. I would have lost if I'm a violent robot and oh, I have oh, not completed okay. my objectives. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't catch a single double negative, so I think you're pretty safe on that. So then it's just really down to like what the range of robot. Now, I assume all the robot friendly robot things are like discussion things because like... I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> all the ones that you've seen honestly couldn't tell you right, I, i'll uh, give you one example one of them said i was not allowed to say anything negative about myself right right but yeah. they weren't like touched your hair or like oh no no uh, the, you, the violent robot is the objectives where i have to do things right, right but, but like you had you had your arm you had one arm across your chest the whole time yeah. could that have been the restriction no okay that, that's, what, that's what as, as far as i have seen okay so you could be very good at this and a friendly robot or just got human I have no idea, so I'm going to say human. So I'm going to stamp it, I'm going to sign it, and I'm going to shake hands. Thank you, sir. Oh, no! We're normal. That's uh, what a weird handshake. <laughs> oh, my God! Guys, I just realized I've been shaking hands wrong my entire life. <laughs> okay, so you're a human. I'm a human. Okay, phew. I was I'm, like, if you're a robot, I have no idea what that was. <laughs> so we didn't stack the deck, but that works great for having an example yeah, of yeah. two different plays. Okay, so for you, that was like a role play game where you were just trying not to be suspicious. Like mm -hmm. that was the party goal in a sense. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, so this game very much feels like a social deduction mixed with a party game. There's definitely elements of both. And one thing I find about this game, maybe less so... And, and you mean party game in the sense of like goofing around party games, yes. not like in the way that werewolf is a party game right one thing the listeners at home will have to tell me is whether or not it was fun to just listen to that because i can tell you i've played this a lot with larger groups than two and of course only two people are actively playing but everyone watching from the sidelines always has a blast this is a great like, oh really if i was to do like a, a board game game show this is the game i would play you know and this, this is on the box two player only right like there's no betting mechanic or anything correct there are a number of variants there's a two rooms and a boom variant where you hand out the robots and the humans i haven't tried any of the variants but there's a, there's multiple multiplayer variants with it i you like the purity of it yes i think that this version of this is just 
off the charts phenomenal fun and i just and have... you don't want to burn through the cards trying stuff that you don't think you like as much yeah exactly and the thing is is a lot of people are like oh no but what if i know the thing then the game just evolves a little bit right mm-hmm. then it becomes you know what you're looking for and the person knows what they're looking for and just becomes like the next level of skill but also if you play the way that i play where i don't check what the card does at the end of the game then that means I only get to see a robot card 25% of the time. Half the time I'm the interviewer, half the time I'm the interviewee. When I'm the interviewee, there's only half the time that I'm going to get a robot card. So because there's, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of cards in the box, the game's got tons of replay value. Yeah. Are there hundreds of, of these cards? Let That's me show you. Ask. There is that many oh, cards. <laughs> um, let, me get, let me get a photo of that. And the vast majority of the time that I played this game, I played with this opening small talk module. This is the one to start with. And I still could not tell you more than one of the cards. Part of it's because I don't try to remember it, right? And yeah. like, there's there's time gaps between when I do it. So yeah, if you're looking for this as a two-play game, uh, this, this is the first ever fun problems recommended game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than the entire Jelly Bean Games catalog and Frankie and Jenna. Mm. <laughs> cool. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this before we wrap up the bonus episode? It is hard to find. I am so sorry. You can find it directly on their website. It is expensive. But man, is it worth it. This is one of the highest recommendations I could possibly give. If this seemed fun to you, trust me, it is. <laughs> if it didn't seem fun to you, probably probably not for you. Did you enjoy it, Peter? Yeah, I had a good time. I, would, I wouldn't buy this. It's not a buy mm. for me. But uh, yeah, any time this came out, I, w- I would happily teach it and play it. Mm. See, there's no publisher listed. No, I, it's, uh, so I think the Secret Hitler people just do this in Secret Hitler and that's all they've ever done. So this is actually the Secret Hitler, like... One of the guys who worked on Secret Hitler worked on this. There's also a second person who worked on this who I do not know. It'll say somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no publisher logo anyway. Well, it's self-published, so it's their choice not to put the designer on the box. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, thanks so much for teaching it, AJ. Thanks so much for listening to it, listeners. And thank you to Frankie and Jenna for letting us use their possibly echoey house. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode, and we will talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. You can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Fun Problems Pod or reach us via email at funproblemspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell a friend.